This is Jenny Barkson, and this is the Renault Guide podcast. Uh, today I am using the audio from an interview that I held with my good friend Anne Schwartz. She is a photographer, and so we went through all of the tips and tricks from her experience photographing for architects mainly on how you can make your home look amazing in a photograph. So there are obviously going to be lots of examples and imagery that you won't be able to see due to the audio only format. But I have done a um, YouTube of this as well as you can find it on Instagram Live. Uh, and there's follow-up blog post information as well that I'll put in the notes. So I hope you enjoy. You wanted to start by just kind of telling about what you do, how what, what you photograph, what do. <laughs> and then yes. kind of how you ended up with interiors. All right. Well, so I am a photographer, and I'm mainly well. I start out in weddings actually, because um, that's what everyone does these days. And that was 11 years ago. I figured it out the other day. Actually, I was like, oh my god. So. Um, finished my degree in 2009 and I started working full-time in 2010, so we had 10 years. Um, and through the weddings, I came, so I know a few architects and that's how that architectural photography thing started. And um, the interior design side of it is, it's kind of, it's, most architects want a photo of their building, but they also, but their clients want a photo of the rooms because um, they want nice photos of their house. So it's kind of, it's the mix of things. And so and that's what I've been doing kind of like professionally for seven years. So that's, that's cool. so that's how that goes. Basically. Yeah. So how does it typically work when you go to shoot someone's house or uh, for an architect or for another client? Um, it's really, it really depends. So the architects I work with, they um, basically what happens is they give me a brief because they know what they want photographed and how. But, um, and I do a walkthrough with the architect or the interior designer and um, they tell me what they want photographed, what angles, and then um, and at what time of day often as well, because when you want the elevations of the exterior, then they, you know, they often want an evening shot where it's like cozy and the light comes out when it's beautifully designed windows. Um, so it's, all, it's normally a full day job. So I arrive at nine and I leave it whenever it finishes nine usually in the uk <laughs> what um what other kind of details like little details make an interiors photo shoot like look professional look professional oh yes yeah. everyone's take my job now no i mean um, <laughs> no, we've talked about this before at length because um a lot of people like you with your amazing flat when we photographed it on a lot um a, a lot of the time people can't afford to have a professional photographer so you want to photograph it yourself or you know just for your instagram sometimes um, what makes it professional? I actually made some notes on this. Hang on, <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, "What does what does make it look professional?" Yeah. Um, so I think the main thing is uh, what people often because what you see is estate agent photos often. So it's yeah. very wide, and it's landscape format. So it's you know sideways. Um, and people try to get the whole room in, and it's a bit like. Don't get the whole room in. You don't, you're not trying to show people that you have a room with a door and a window and, you know, room. It's more about thinking about what you actually want to show. And 
then it's about as most of the time I shoot um, portrait because the key to an uh, architectural photo is the forget about the horizontals, but um, the verticals have to be straight. So because that's how it kind of works with the human eye. So when you photograph something, you don't have to kind of try to do it this way. It needs to be this way. So distortion is the enemy. And that's how you see it often. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, so if you've got it, if you're trying to like tilt it up too much, that's it. It really throw they'll they'll throw yeah. it off. So it's kind of um, it's quite handy when you have um. I'm not an expert on Sony cameras and the legs, but uh, in DSLR photography, you have something called artificial horizon. So you can switch that on in the camera, and then you can see actually um, that it's straight because you can correct it in Photoshop a little bit. But um, the more you correct it, the more of the image you cut off, obviously, because you tilt it. So yeah. some professionals use tilt shift lenses for exterior. I've never used one. I'd love to at some point. <laughs> it's really complicated. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it's basically, um, yeah, it makes everything vertical. So for, if you have really tall buildings, you get, um, so if you imagine you're photographing the shard, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but um, for interior design photography, if you just want to photograph your room, it's it's straight lines is important, I think, um, and that you get the exposure right. So, best thing to do is to get a tripod. I don't mm -hmm. know if you use one because your photos are really good, actually. You know, yours, the ones you I take a store flat. I do, I do sometimes, yeah. Especially because sometimes it's dark. It work. Yeah. Because it because it's dark often, then I definitely you know need to be able to get the shutter speed down. So I will use a tripod. I learned that from Spoken you. like a true photographer. Um, <laughs> it is, the, the shutter speed is definitely a thing. So um, with a tripod, because you can basically, so what I often do, like for example, where you are sitting now and behind you is the sun and you wanna, but you still wanna photograph that way. Uh, yeah. The problem is the window is completely wet, blown out. You yeah. Watch, but you know, I mean, the, the phone's actually pretty good at, but so what you do is normally you take two photos, one that exposes the interior and then one that exposes the exterior so the brightness and then so you need a tripod because you just lay those two photos like on top of each other and you just kind of simplify it and this in your photo now yeah you cut out the window yeah this bit and you kind of so you just get them so you see the the outside as well so that's what a tripod is really good for because often you can't i don't do hdr high definition um because it looks very artificial if you don't do it right so right. A tripod, I would say, is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but phones these days are so good. So they are. They are getting better. But there's, but you still can't. It's you can't control certain things. So like if I, you know, I just move my head out and it auto corrects. Yeah. What it thinks and sometimes, and then it, you know, so it's yeah. It's like, oh, where's Jenny gone? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the other thing with a tripod because um, when you do it, because these days you often see a lot of um shallow depth of field so the the it's very blurry basically in the background and you only yeah. have a very focused um front bit that you photograph uh, and interior photography you should add a very um kind of long depth of field so you see everything mm. so but if you have that like as you know if your f-stop goes you know up basically numbers numbers wise then your shutter speed has to compensate for that because otherwise you'll get a picture that's like completely like incorrectly exposed so that for that i think getting to know your camera is definitely uh something that helps yeah really. 
yes so yeah so what how would you set up or stage kind of a, a mm. scene in the house to photograph staging is important so when i when i shoot there's um so as i said before the main thing is to decide what you want to photograph so what what are you actually photographing this is with any even with weddings you have to kind of think what am i actually taking a picture of right um so you decide that first and then you kind of set up your camera i would say in the direction of what you're photographing take a picture and look at the not at the room but look at the picture to see what's distracting because it it's nothing i maybe that's just my minimalism but um nothing worse than a picture where you have like a half empty wine glass and a wonky book and the plants just should be a bit more to the right kind of thing and you this takes the longest time actually often for interior design you take a picture and you look at the picture and then you decide what you're going to move and I, I would say if in doubt leave it out <laughs> yeah often there's clutter um that distracts so especially from what you're trying to photograph so it's kind of taking everything out and then adding it back in is often easier than mm -hmm. kind of taking more weight and more weight and then oh this doesn't oh back in uh, so that's the that's i say always say that's important to kind of and then you have and styling is fun you can style it you know plants are good books yeah. are good <laughs> careful with the books though because um Sometimes people have funny books with funny titles. And yes. want the back. Yeah. So it's better to turn it around. And, um, and then it's just about setting it up and taking lots of pictures and kind of trying different angles. Right. And yeah. And I think it's just also something professional photographers often do is um, you think about layout. So you would take a photo that is wider and shows the context. Because context is kind of important. Because if you, if you go in too close, um, it kind of sometimes it, taking a step back is better and you kind of see how something sits in in a context and then take a photo of the detail basically yeah say your cushion designer or something you, you want to take a picture of your cushion take a wider one so it looks less like less on the half sofa and then take a photo of the and those two can sit side by side in a layout basically and that's quite nice sometimes yeah that's yeah. another example oh my god that kitchen was amazing that has like the most beautiful pink Ooh. kind of to rose um walls and um cupboards and everything yeah and the wood is really nice that was another one that was designed by the architect no. but this is a prime example actually of straight lines so yes everything's just and yeah because you can tell as well like the perspective i'm pointing at the wrong thing the perspective of the the island like those lines are perfect like the the way that yeah that's um I mean, there's another photo where it's taken from the side, so um, you can see that beautiful oven better. But uh, um, yeah, so it's always good to take a straight on photo if you can yeah. or something, but also angles. Um, but when you do angles, uh, kind of a corner, it's better to just aim at one corner rather than trying to get two corners in, if that makes sense. So okay. you get one straight line down. That's a good trick, actually. Yeah. Um, so, so bathrooms. Bathroom. Oh, yes. Here we go. But yeah. yeah. So how do you get lightings? I find bathrooms tend to not have that much light and everything reflects. Like, how do you kind of, how do you make your bathroom look nice in a photo? So everything reflects is a real problem. Yeah. Um, so I'm quite tall. Like, I'm five foot eleven. So in, in this particular photo, that was lucky because it had a big window. But um, what you have to do with bathrooms is get a wide lens 
to to get in what you want to get in and then you have to somehow manage to get a tripod in there put the camera on it and basically just kind of go as slow as you can on the shutter um and take it on a tripod if you because a lot of bathrooms don't have windows or yeah. not big enough windows and with the reflection i have to say um this is a the age-old problem with any mirrored windows mirrors and people love mirrors um what i in this particular photo i was basically squatting if i remember that right <laughs> just out of shot like so that my hair is like i think my a little bit of my top of my head is actually in the original photo and then you photoshop it out of the mirror because uh. yes because there's no unless you're like really short it's almost impossible but um one thing about bathrooms is lime scale it sounds really mundane but um it's uh before you photograph any glass surfaces it really pays to really clean it because it's those landscaly gray bits that you can't photoshop because you'd have to basically everything is impossible so oh, yeah. i do bring my own uh, via cow and that's <laughs> Not a joke. Wow. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, you gotta do it. Um, so that's like bathrooms. With bathrooms, it often pays. It, there's no point getting the whole bath, trying to get the whole bathroom in, basically. It's a good question. Yeah. Struggled yeah. with it well, for years. Yeah. That's what I wanted to know. Any other tips or tricks for the amateur home photographer? The amateur home photographer. Um, photograph lots. Just okay. take pictures. I think that's. And, and also don't be too hard on yourself because what you see in the magazines and what you see on a lot of Instagram accounts, that's heavily photoshopped. Like, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, you know, my photos never look like this. It's like, no, of course they don't. You know, I mean, I, photo, I do a lot of retouching myself mm -hmm. and, you know, I do spend hours on one photo, straightening all the lines, whitening all the, you know, all the walls, all that. None of this is real. So yeah. it's like and you'd never forget it with anything never forget and don't compare yourself too much to with other and also your own home you know it's your home you make it nice and that's it and you take nice photos of it so i think that's the it's more like a it's the mental state of being positive yeah. rather yeah than, very good advice not too critical and move your move your furniture around a bit sometimes i know you do this yes uh, all the time. try something new that's always yeah. a fun thing yeah, you find a new angle and you find the new thing and then you can yeah. kind of take a take a shot of these, you know, the, the, this, the little, I think it's also just training, just like you said at the beginning about not trying to do an estate agent type photograph that shows the yeah. whole room. It's like find, you know, like focus, I'll focus on that corner sometimes. Yeah, it's exactly. cool. Or like, and that was, you know, when you, when you um, ended our house, um, when you oh, photographed yes. the, the sort of the little section and I was like, oh, I see how that works. And it took, it was so a lot of, you know, practice was, you know, kind of copying the similar yeah. nude photograph just with different variations and seeing how I could make it. That is a good work. point, actually, the copying. So what I do, um, I buy ale decoration often, not for the, mm -hmm. the, you know, beautiful houses, but I buy it for just for the photography. So to yeah. see how, how you can photograph certain things, because they always repeat staircases, um, yeah. half room, like, all these things like, how does someone else photograph this and i'm like oh okay so that's interesting and i have a little repertoire so i can just kind of and you get inspired by that not so much the the interior but how do people photograph an interior yeah. and that's i think and, and like you said it's like and you can try and see your own home with new eyes okay yeah 
that's always nice. Definitely. Yes. Cool. Well, yeah. I think I think that's everything. Um, that's everything. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. I think that is everything. Yes. Yeah, I think we got through all of the the, the main topics. So we did. Thank you so much for your time. It was a joy and pleasure. And uh, hey, very I much. hope people got something out of it. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And you in the sun. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. So there you go. I hope you have everything you need now to publish your home on the front cover of Elle Decoration magazine. Uh, but seriously, uh, it is meant to be fun. It is, in all seriousness, one of my biggest pet peeves about Instagram is the feeling that you need your home to look perfect. Uh, what matters about your home is not that it looks as good as someone else's who's a professional, but that you love it, that you love living in it, that it looks good to you. So go out there, photograph your home, make it look beautiful in the way that you want it to be, and uh, enjoy. <laughs>